so let's just, let's start in Proverbs chapter 20, and we're going to see where we go. Uh, Proverbs chapter 20, and I uh, want to uh, read verse 12. My goal this morning, as, as we head into uh, 2024, that God will give us ears that hear. Amen? Amen. Now, a couple of announcements as you're turning to Proverbs chapter 21. We are looking forward to game night tonight at 6 o'clock. And so bring some finger food to share. Bring your favorite board game. We're going to have tables in the fellowship hall. Uh, I will not be staying till midnight, and there is no pressure to stay till midnight. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, And so to to see the new year in. But we're going to have a good time tonight fellowshipping with one another. And that starts at 6 o'clock. And then secondly, um, there are Bible reading programs that are out on the foyer uh, table that you can take right now because we start a new year next year. And I, I, we are praying, Cammie and I are praying uh, about uh, helping each one of us to become Bible literate in 2024. It's important that we know what's in this book. And some of us, because we live in America and we know John 3.16, and we see that, and the football game's held up, and so we looked it up one time and we figured out what it said, that we basically know what's in the Bible. It tells you to do good things. Um, Most Christians, as they're asked questions about the Bible, do not know what's in the Bible. And I would love for every person at Faith Church to become uh, knowledgeable about what's in the Bible. God does not expect you to know uh, what's in his word right up front when you first come to Christ. But as we live for him and as we learn the word of God, it changes our lives. And so uh, those Bible reading programs, the ones that are out there on the foyer, will get you through the entire Bible in 2024 if you follow it. Uh, We are not saying that every person has to do it that way. Some of you do digital reading. Some of you have different Bible reading programs. Uh, We are certainly not um, uh, uh, condemning or, or saying you have to do it this way or that way. But how many of you know that we need to be in the Word every single day receiving from God? And so take advantage of that. And then I want to let you know right up right away that uh, beginning, um, I believe, the second Sunday in January, we are going to have four days of prayer and fasting from Sunday through Wednesday. I think that's starting the second Sunday, or no, uh, yeah, 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 the 14th. The 14th through the 17th is going to be four days of seeking God. We're going to meet here every evening for worship and prayer um, at 630. Um, uh, It's going to be, yeah, uh, Sunday, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and we're going to be committing this year to the Lord in prayer and in fasting, and and, uh, you'll be hearing more about that next week, and then it starts the following week. So put that on your calendar. Uh, Be a part of what, of, uh, of that, and we'll give more instruction as we move forward. Okay, Proverbs chapter 20. I want to read verse 12. The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. The hearing ear 
and the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. All right. An elderly gentleman who had serious hearing problems for a number of years went to the doctor, and the doctor was able to have him fitted with a new set of hearing aids that allowed him to hear 100%. The elderly gentleman went back in a month to the doctor, and the doctor said, your hearing is perfect. Your family must be really pleased that you can hear again. And the gentleman replied, oh, I haven't told my family yet. I just sit around and listen to their conversations. And I've changed my will three times. (laughs) Ah, oh, praise God. That's based on a true story. Oh, thank you, Father. Hearing, hearing. I am not an audiologist. Um, I am not uh, specialized in this, although my wife accuses me of having selective hearing. Um, uh, Darren, the, the trash can is overflowing. There's a noise in the engine of my car. Dinner time. Oh, I heard that. I heard that. Apple pie. Oh, praise God. I heard that. Selective hearing. We're not talking about that kind of a hearing, but there are several different kinds of hearing loss. And the first one is conductive hearing loss. And this is when there's nothing necessarily wrong with the ear but there are blockages that keep the person from hearing. Uh, Whether it's a growth blocking sound um, or whether it's earwax, but you have conductive hearing loss. There are blockages that are keeping you from hearing. You know, you can already see the spiritual application, can't you? That God is speaking, and sometimes it's not a problem with God speaking. Sometimes it's a problem with us having blockages in our spiritual life being able to hear. There's another kind of hearing loss called sensory neural, sensory neural hearing loss. I think I said that right where sound reaches the inner ear, but there's a problem in the inner ear, or the nerves that allow you to hear prevent proper hearing. There's something wrong on the inside. And this is those that typically um, have age-related hearing loss. There's diminishing of the ability to hear. And... Sometimes there are things happen to our lives that damage our lives. And we need God to heal us before we can hear. 
We have damage on the inside. And that damage on the inside keeps us from hearing God. Somebody that's been so wounded by life, um, we give them a little bit of mercy. Amen? We, we give them a little mercy because they need God to heal what's been happening in their life so that they can begin to, to walk with Jesus in a normal kind of a way. Bring healing, Lord, to your people so that we can hear your voice. Jesus wants us to be able to hear his voice. In fact, he said, my sheep uh, hear, they know me, they hear my voice, and they follow me. Another they will not follow. Another, the sheep that belong to Christ, will not follow. Why? They know his voice. They hear him. They hear him. God wants us to learn his voice. It's his Holy Spirit speaking to us that often leads us. And people wonder, well, how do I hear the voice of God? Well, you learn the voice of God the same way you learn my voice. You don't think that, you don't think that I'm uh, 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 somebody else because you know my voice. If I, if I were to call you on the phone, you, you would most likely say, Oh, pastor, it's you. Because you know my voice. When you begin to hear God, it's the same thing. Because nobody sounds like him. (laughs) When you begin to hear the voice of Jesus speaking to you, oh, it's beautiful and sweet and wonderful and leading and convicting and sometimes painful and hurt, hurt on the inside, but you know it's him and you know it's love and good. It's the voice of God. We are hearing. Do you know that God does not always hear? How many of you ever heard somebody say, well, God always hears? Did you know that's not true? Do you know there's prayer offered? That God does not hear. In fact, when I, when I, in fact, I've told people, I've told people, when you pray, God hears you. I've preached that, but it's not a hundred percent true. And I begin to look at all of the different times in the Old Testament and New where God did not hear. There is prayer that is offered that God does not hear. I want to look at one example. Let's turn. um, Where shall we turn? Let's turn to Isaiah chapter 1. Isaiah chapter 1. I believe that when we leave this place, that we're going to leave knowing that God hears me when I cry out to him. But we've got to back up and we've got to look at the Word of God and see what the Word of God says. Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 12. This is an Old Testament. We need to remember this is an Old Testament prophet. He's a very young prophet at this point. This is one of his first prophetic words that he's received from God. And 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 we'll pick it up in verse 12. When you come to appear before me... 
Who has required this from your hand to trample my courts? Bring no more futile sacrifices. Incense is an abomination to me. New moon, Sabbath, the calling of assemblies. I cannot endure iniquity and the sacred meeting. And so what was happening here, let me, before I continue reading here, let me just explain what was happening. The people were serving God, but they were also mixing it with serving the world and running after the things in the world. And so God says, um, your new moons, your appointed feasts. And notice he says, your appointed feasts, your new moons. These are not things that I've called you to do. These things you've added to what the, what the, what the, what the plan was supposed to be. And so in verse 14, he says, they are a trouble to me. You, you mix, well, verse 13, the end, I cannot endure iniquity mixed with the sacred meeting. There is, this, there is this attempt to have one foot following God and one foot doing my own thing. And you refuse to go either direction. Well, I'm not going to let go of God because I know that there's truth, but I'm not going to let go of this because I find satisfaction and enjoyment in it. And so we have these lives that are mixed together. When you spread out your hands... Verse 15, I will hide my eyes from you. Wow. We come and we lift up our hands before the Lord, but God says that he will hide his eyes from you. Now, uh, don't, don't try to judge with your eyes what is happening in the sanctuary when we worship. Don't try to judge with your eyes. As a worship leader, you, you know, you're looking out and everybody's got their hands raised up and you say, oh, this is a good worship moment. But it could be that when we lift up our hands to the Lord, if, if we're living like Isaiah is saying, that we're offering what we think is a sacrifice of praise, but God hides his face. Wow. I will hide my eyes from you, even though you make many prayers, you make many prayers, I will not hear. There it is right there. You make many prayers and I will not hear. And so is there times when God does not hear? There are times when God does not hear. And it's because we have a dichotomy going on in our heart. We've got our heart running this way and we've got our heart running this way. But what God is after is he, he is after your whole heart. Amen. And Christian, you've been following the Lord a long time. Let me talk to you a moment. Don't think that just because you've been following the Lord a long time that you've got this down. This is a lifelong examination of the heart because other things can creep in and we begin to follow those things rather than God. 
And we appear like the Pharisees before men. In fact, Jesus watched as one Pharisee came in and he said, I thank God I am not like other men. And he laid his gold and he laid his silver down. And uh, he said, I I give all of this to the Lord. I tithe on everything. I even tithe on my mint and my my food. I I tithe on everything. I give 10% of it all. And I thank God that I am so righteous. And he was offering many prayers, but Jesus said he prayed unto himself. And the one in the back of the church said, God, have mercy on me. I'm a sinner. And we look around and we say, oh, this one's worshiping or that one's not. And we become judges with blind eyes. Because worship always, 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 always begins in the heart. And what is going on on the inside, nobody else can see. Does that make the outward not valuable? I think outward worship is important. Together, when we're together and we praise and we're obeying God, it says, clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. There is, in all through the the book of Psalms and the ministry of King David especially, there is dancing and singing and shouting and prescribed praise and different things that we're supposed to do. But don't think that it's just outward. It begins in the heart. God will not hear. So when we begin to feel like, God, are you hearing my prayer? I've been praying this. The first thing that we need to do is examine our own hearts and say, God, is my heart in the right place? Is my heart moving the right direction? Here at the end of 2023, a great thing to do is Let God examine my heart and let him speak. I thank the Lord that when he pronounces judgment, which he often does in the Old Testament, and he will, especially on Judgment Day, there's a day coming when we will stand before God. Every single one of us, we will stand before God. That day is coming. We are like a, we were talking beforehand but, uh, during the prayer t- right before our prayer time this morning at eight thirty. Uh, we were talking about how quick this life goes by, and the older I get, the quicker it goes by. Um, Cami was lamenting. We're already approaching the beginning of another camping season. Praise God! It goes by quick. And I want to make my life count. James said it's like we're a vapor here for a little while, and then we blow away. When God offers judgment, he also offers mercy. And I thank God for that. Amen? And so the prophecy goes on. And And he says in verse 16, wash yourselves, make yourselves clean, 
Put away the evil of your doings from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. And if you, friend, are, uh, are knowing that something is in your life that you know that God is not pleased with, I want to just declare by the, by the Holy Spirit over your life, I want to declare what, what the Word of God here declares. Stop it and go the other direction. It will tangle up your life. It will tangle up your soul. It will not be the direction that God wants you to, to go. It will tangle it up. Stop and go the other direction. And that's, friends, what repentance is all about. Stop going this direction and start going that direction. Stop running after the things of the world and start chasing after God. Hallelujah. If you can't do it on your own, ask your pastor to come alongside of you and, and help. Ask a friend to come alongside of you and help, uh, help, you, help pray you through it in Jesus' name. You can overcome, not in your own strength, but by the work that Jesus Christ has done on the cross. Hallelujah. He came to set you free. Stop. Cease. Learn to do good. Seek justice, rebuke the oppressor, defend the fatherless, plead for the widow. The justice heart of God. Come now. Let's reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, They shall be as white as snow. Though they are like crimson red, they shall be as wool. <laughs> if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. And so you see that there is prayer that God hears and there's prayer that he does not hear. The prayer that he does not hear is the life that's filled with pride and stubbornness and is immovable. Both lives are imperfect, but one has humbled themselves and said, God, I need you. God, I need you. God, I need you. I want to go, I think I'm, I'm going to close with this verse this morning. In 2 Chronicles chapter 7. Go there with me. 2 Chronicles chapter 7. And we're going to look at verse 12. Praise the Lord. Isn't God been good to you? Thank you, Lord. Second Chronicles 7 and verse 12 says this. This is, this is God appearing to Solomon, who is now the king after David's death, and he has just completed the temple construction. And the Lord appeared to Solomon. Solomon's prayer was amazing before that, but he appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, Solomon, I have heard your prayer 
and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. When I shut up the heaven and there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. Hallelujah. I will forgive their sin and hear and heal their land. What, what is it? The blockages have been removed. Hallelujah. The blockages have been taken out of the way. God's people have cleansed themselves and washed themselves and come before him and humbled themselves and said, Oh God, I need you. I need you. I need you. I need you. And when God sees that humility, oh, when they pray and seek his face, when people turn wholeheartedly to him, oh, forgiveness flows and healing flows. Oh, glory to God. And he hears our prayer. He hears our prayer. It isn't about how long you pray or how you sound when you pray or how... Uh, how, you know, of a mature believer. No, it is your heart walking in humility before God. When we remove those blockages and God hears our prayer. And of that attitude, the next verse says, now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayer that's made in this place. You see, I can give myself to unending prayer. And I think that prayer is one of the most important things that a believer can do. But if my heart is not right, I can pray all I want. God does not hear. But when my heart is right and I lift up my voice to God, he hears. He hears. He hears. Psalm 34, David wrote this. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their trouble. Of all the things we need in 2024, we need God to hear us. Of all the things we're believing God to do and all the things we feel God's called us to do in this coming year, above them all, we need God to hear us. Amen? And so may God in sincerity and in genuineness clothe us in humility so that the prayer offered from this place, and I mean not just this building, but whenever we gather, the prayer offered from this place is heard by God, and he answers and, and, and sees and uh, delivers his people. Amen? When you have trouble in your family, you know what you need? You need God to hear you. When you have difficulty... You need God to hear you. Take the stones out of the way. Humble ourselves before God. 
He's made you his son and daughter. He's made you his sheep, the sheep of his pasture. And I'm looking at those that have raised sheep before, and they know that's not necessarily a compliment that God's called a sheep. But sheep know the voice of the shepherd. I got frustrated when I was a boy and I would go to my uncle's house and he had sheep and, and I would go out there and I'd want to pet them, but they would all run away from me. And I would walk out there. I was, I, I don't know, six or seven and I, and I tried to m- make friends with them. But when my uncle came out, all the sheep ran up to him They knew him. They knew his voice. I want to be like that. Amen? I want us to pray right now. We've sang that song. God, here I am. I'm available. I'm available. Here I am. I want us to pray right now. God, would you just cleanse my heart? Would you cause me to be singular in my pursuit of you? God's not expecting perfection. He's not expecting you to never make a mistake. He is expecting us to have humble hearts and hearts that are after him, hearts that are quick to repent, hearts that, that are soft and moldable and tender. And so, Lord, in this place, on this last Sunday of 2023, God, we are asking you to mold us and make us and shape us. God, give us hearing ears this morning because you're speaking to us this morning about how to have your ear. I know how much it frustrates my kids when they talk and I'm not really listening. I know how much it frustrates my wife when she's speaking, but I'm not really hearing God, I ask that in our relationship with you that we would know that you hear us. And it's not a fault of yours, God. It's on us. And I ask, Lord, this morning that you would cleanse my heart and wash me. Wash me. Wash me. New. Pour in your oil. Pour in your wine. And give me a tender heart that I might hear your voice, that I might know you, that I might know you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We humble ourselves. We seek your face. God, we're not much without you. But what you have called us to be in Christ is powerful and amazing. And I pray, God, that you'd help us to take our place as sons and daughters in the kingdom. God, as you hear our cry, give us ears to hear your voice. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, 
Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Wow.